Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 1 Chronicles chapter 1 from the World English Bible. Adam, Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Diphath, and Togermah. The sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Rodanim. The sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush, Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Raama, Sabteca. The sons of Raama, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush became the father of Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. Mizraim became the father of Ludim, Anamim, Lahabim, Naphtuhim, Pathrusim, Kasluhim, where the Philistines came from, and Kaphtorim. Canaan became the father of Sidon, his firstborn. Heth, the Jebusite, and the Amorite, the Girgashite, the Hivite, the Archite, the Sinite, the Arvidite, the Zemorite, and the Hamathite, the sons of Shem, Elam, Asher, Arpachshad, Lud, Aram, Uz, Hul, Gether, and Meshech. Arpachshad became the father of Shelah, and Shelah became the father of Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan became the father of Almodad, Sheleph, Hazarmabeth, Jera, Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla, Ebal, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. Shem, Arpachshad, Shelah, Eber, Peleg, Ru, Serug, Nahor, Terah, Abram, also called Abraham, the sons of Abraham, Isaac, and Ishmael. These are their generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, Nebaioth, then Kedar, Adbiel, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tema, Jatur, Naphish, and Kadima. These are the sons of Ishmael. The sons of Keturah, Abraham's concubine, she bore Zimran, Jokshan, Madan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. The sons of Jokshan, Sheba, and Adan. The sons of Midian, Ephah, Epher, Hanak, Abida, and Eldaah. All these were the sons of Keturah. Abraham became the father of Isaac, the sons of Isaac, Esau, and Israel. The sons of Esau, 
Eliphaz, Ruel, Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. The sons of Eliphaz, Teman, Omar, Zephi, Gatam, Kenaz, Timnah, and Amalek. The sons of Reuel, Nahoth, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. The sons of Seir, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. The sons of Lotan, Hori, and Homam, and Timnah was Lotan's sister. The sons of Shobal, Elian, Manahath, Ebal, Shephi, and Onam. The sons of Zibion, Aiah, and Anah. The son of Anah, Dishan. The sons of Dishan, Hamran, Eshban, Ithran, and Cheran. The sons of Ezer, Bilhan, Zaavan, and Jaakan. The sons of Dishan, Uz, and Aaron. Now these are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the children of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor, and the name of his city was Dinhaba. Bela died, and Jobab, the son of Zerah of Basra, reigned in his place. Jobab died, and Husham of the land of the Temanites reigned in his place. Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who struck Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his place, and the name of his city was Avath. Hadad died, and Samla of Masrekah reigned in his place. Samla died, and Shaul of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his place. Shaul died, and Baal-Hanan the son of Akbor reigned in his place. Baal-Hanan died, and Hadad reigned in his place, and the name of his city was Pei, and his wife's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matrid, the daughter of Mezahab. Then Hadad died. The chiefs of Edom were Chief Timnah, Chief Eliah, Chief Jetheth, Chief Aholibamah, Chief Elah, Chief Pinon, Chief Kenaz, Chief Temen, Chief Mibzar, Chief Magdael, and Chief Iram. These are the chiefs of Edom. That is the end of chapter one. Well, you could probably tell that was challenging to read. Although the first few names are simply listed, you can refer to Genesis chapter 5, verses 1 through 32, which is the whole chapter, for details of the genealogy through Noah being the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. If you are uncertain about the time span, the math of the ages equals 1,656 years. And I refer you both to an Answers in Genesis article that I will link to and the chronology of the Old Testament. The genealogy that we have here in 1 Chronicles chapter 1 then corresponds to what we find in Genesis 10 after we've gone through the events of the flood. We are given more details about Nimrod with the same emphasis on him being a violent man and linking him to Nineveh before the genealogy again lines up with 1 Chronicles 1. I will link to another Answers in Genesis chart if you'd like a visual of what is called the Table of Nations. There are, of course, variations in spelling because of transliterating Hebrew names.
A cross-reference to Deuteronomy chapter 2, verses 4 through 23 reminds us that God specifically gave land to other people besides and even before Israel. And then in verse 23, this same Kafturim is mentioned that we read about in this chapter. Then after the trouble of the Tower of Babel in Genesis 11, the line of Shem is expounded on, as it was mentioned in 1 Chronicles 1. That gets us to Abraham, which is verse 27 in 1 Chronicles 1. Then in 1 Chronicles 1, beginning with verse 32, that's where we see the sons of Keturah listed, the same as they are in Genesis 25, verses 1 through 4. And then also in Genesis 25, verses 13 through 15, is where you have the corresponding list of the offspring of Ishmael that are in 1 Chronicles 1, 29 through 31. 1 Chronicles 1, verses 35 through 54 is all about Esau and Edom, which is also listed in Genesis 36 in more detail. But one thing that is curiously listed in both places is this Mehetabel, the daughter of Matra, the daughter of Mezahab, who is mentioned without having any sons given. Interestingly, this name Mehetabel is also the name of a man in Nehemiah 6.10, and the name apparently means favored of God when you look it up in the original Hebrew. It seems these genealogies show us a couple of things. One, these were real people. Adam begot Seth. He had him as a child. Two, God cares about the details of people's lives. You can also see this when you look at the prophecy that was given to Abraham that his seed would bless all nations. Also, God knows people by name. And this here confirms that the genealogies are considered real and relevant. Otherwise, why list them again? Also, it seems that the writer of Chronicles had access to detailed records. So why read Chronicles now? Well, it's in the Bible. It also overlaps some with the books of Samuel and Kings and was apparently written by Ezra. So it's really good to read it right before the books of Ezra and Nehemiah. The title of these books, as the books of Chronicles, can be a little confusing. Let me read you the introduction to them from the New King James Version of the Bible. The books of First and Second Chronicles cover the same period of Jewish history described in Second Samuel through Second Kings, but the perspective is different. These books are no mere repetition of the same material, but rather form a divine editorial on the history of God's people. It goes on to explain that Chronicles is more about the religious aspect and mostly about the kingdom of Judah. Then it goes on to say, the books of First and Second Chronicles were originally one continuous work in the Hebrew. The title was Debere Heamim, meaning words, the words, accounts, events of the days. The equivalent meaning today would be the events of the times. Chronicles was divided into two parts in the 3rd century BC Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible, known as the Septuagint. At that time, it was given the name in Greek, which I'm not going to read, but means of things omitted, referring to the things omitted from Samuel and Kings. Then it was when um, Jerome wrote the Latin Vulgate Bible in AD 
385 through 405 that it got this chronicorum liber, which it says here he meant in the sense of chronicles of the whole of sacred history. So that's just a little explanation of the title. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 